Hey everybody, welcome back to All Opinions No f uh, Once again, this is Preston. And Brennan. Alright, and so our last episode we had my buddy Tyler on, and we actually recorded a second surprise bonus episode uh, right afterwards. So we actually are just going to cut right into the conversation. Uh, we were talking about simulation theory. Enjoy. So enjoy. It doesn't really matter if it is or not. Like, if it ends up that we... we and the simulation right now no right now okay anyway if it ends up <laughs> ending like it doesn't really matter everything that i've planned on doing and that i'm doing right now is based on the fact that it's going to keep going right it's irrelevant and so, yeah even if i believe even if i wholly believed which i'm on the fence that we were living in a simulation what does that change for me now what do i do i'm still going to go along with the simulation because guess what it's been programmed that's what i'm going to fucking do well, here's the deal. You don't have an option. Right. I mean, oh, that, at the end of the day, no matter what the case be, if we're God's ants or whatever, and we're just a big ant farm that are just doing bullshit functions until we die in someone else's eyes, there's no there's no other alternative here. And no. this is why, like, it's great to think about and process, but it's like, eh, if, I, if we call it a simulation or a reality, I'm not going to change my output. Like, at right. all. Like, nope. But aren't you curious? Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know the ultimate underlying structure of reality? Well, I do, but I also want another deck of cards. (laughs) I don't know, yeah. uh, Tyler and I had a nice, interesting text conversation about about that theory. Um, I just thought it was really fun to talk about. I don't really know the answer. I don't think that we're in a simulation. It seems pretty unlikely, and it seems pretty pointless. Why would you... Why would you create what appears to be an infinite universe to simulate something? I mean, there's got to be an easier way to, to do some kind of simulation, right? If you're trying to solve a problem, there's got to be an easier way. If you're trying to actually just... Pr- like, the, the thing I thought of is, what if it's a species that can no longer reproduce, and this is a way they found to get around that? That's something that popped into my head. I mean, that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. That's kind of going to the whole God idea. Wait. Oh, you know, what if some kind of race, or maybe there's only one left, you know? Maybe maybe there's some race that can no longer reproduce for whatever reason. Okay. And so, you know, they decide, oh, well, let's make, let's make conscious living, quote-unquote, beings oh. in a simulation since we can't make them in reality. I, I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting reason. Or like, you know, there's no resources or the world's about to end. The universe is about to explode. Well, let's make a, a simulation. We'll ramp it up so that it seems like it's running at normal speed, but it'll actually be running 10 billion years in the next 30 seconds before the universe ends, that kind of thing. Those are the kinds of yeah. things that, that I can the only reasons I can think of. Give your computer children just 10 rules to abide by and watch them fuck it up. Right? Yeah. So like, what if we actually were in a simulation? <laughs> And at the very beginning of the simulation, 70 or 80 or 200,000 years ago, we had a rule book. We had like the instruction manual. But then one day, it was really fucking cold. So Billy burned the damn thing. And then from then on out, it was all downhill. That's where the Dark Ages came from, actually. I don't know if you knew. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they burned all the books because it was was cold outside. Yeah, totally. Are are you really going to want to do an episode on religion? I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, because then I'm going to say this. If we're not going to, that's fine. I just don't want to waste it. It's just like with the thing that really bugged me, especially with, I mean, really Mormon kids because that's who I grew up with. Right. But they would always talk about free will, and it always pissed me off because it's like, okay, is your God all-knowing? Yes. Is he all-powerful? Yes. Okay, you come to a fork in the road, and God says you are going to turn right. Can you turn left? Well, what do you mean, well? Are you going to prove God wrong? Are you going to turn left? I would. Fuck that guy. Yeah. What's he ever done for me? He knows everything. (laughs) Like, he knows you're not going to do it. You have no free will if there's an all-knowing, all-powerful God. You cannot have free will in that case. Because whatever he knows, he already knows, so you cannot do the other. Right. Anyway. No, no, that's that's an excellent point. No, no, no. I'm going to challenge this because I'd like to be devil's advocate. You like the term devil's advocate? Like well, you're also good. kind of a fan of religion, at least to a point, right? Yeah, I am, because I think the, cons- uh, the, the, my takeaway of free will is whether God, it's what we just said, whether God knows what you're going to do or not do, 
he gave you that choice to make the decision to go left or right. No, so you can though? you can go left, you can go right, and you may and most humans do choose to go the opposite, the opposing way, and that's no. the thing about humans. No, 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 because if your God is all knowing, okay, your God's all knowing. Well, he and, may know and, you may go the wrong direction. No, that you know, no, that's the thing. He will know you went that direction then, so then you have to do it. So we're talking here about determinism. I, I know that. I know. So yeah. no, the interesting thing here is that there's people that say, "Well, God's not going to tell you what He knows, so it doesn't matter." So that's, but that does matter, right? But yeah. it, I don't know what just God like knows. talking about just like um. What we just talking about your your, your point about is simulation. Or not. Yeah, we, just like simulation we, theory, we it's irrelevant. We don't know. Well, it's, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying, <laughs> okay, if God is all knowing. Then right. you don't have a choice. Right. Whether that's true or not, the Mormons think it's true. Mormons yes. think that God is all-knowing. Okay. Therefore, if you are going to posit that God is all-knowing, then you must concede that you have no choice. Let's make this a third-person thing. Preston is walking down a road, and God knows he is going to turn left for sure. So we ask God, hey, God, what's Preston going to do? And he said, oh, he's going to turn left. Because he knows, and he's going to tell us because he's benevolent. Would, even though Preston doesn't know what he is going to do, God has told us he is turning left because he knows. Now, whether he tells us or not is is, is not part of the equation. I'm just trying to make it a little bit more palatable. Okay. So he knows he's going to go left. Regardless of who he tell, tells, you, Preston, cannot go right if God is all-knowing. True. Yeah, now, definitely. But what if God if, was lying? He still knows. <laughs> He's lying. He still knows. So that's that's why I say telling us isn't the point. I'm just well, trying I just love, to make I, it more powerful. No, I get it. I get it. My bit, well, I was going to make a joke about bald guys go this direction. But <laughs> <laughs> little subliminal messages, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. uh, yeah. But no. Uh, so I think that's the fallacy. This is where my struggle is. Because I think in religion, you put the authoritative figure... On a pedestal with all these rules and all these all-knowing. Well, supposed to. That's one of the ten rules. Right, and the thing is, let me know of a human that actually knows God all knows. Like it's a fallacy, and like to say, because. Well, the, how, how I, do I mean, say the this? prophet no. of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, according to them, he talks with God all the time. So he knows. And apparently, God pretended to be racist for two thousand years, but then changed his mind. Right. Or rather, he civil rights movement. Right. He rather he uh, he decided to forgive black people. I guess. Well, yeah. In the LDS Church, you know, black people couldn't, didn't become priests until 1978. Right. So he, he also. In the Catholic Church, also black people are sinners, the descendants of Cain. So, I mean, like. Yeah. Christianity it, as a whole, as a toddler's fucking pope hole, is <laughs> wrong. Christianity always makes me laugh because. It's like, do you realize that the core foundations of your religion are based on Judaism? And generally, Christians aren't a huge fan of Jews. So it doesn't always make me laugh. Generally, generally speaking. <laughs> okay. I, I, I like think that's to, funny. I like to be a man of God. I was raised Christian. Do I question God and his motives? Like, my dad died when I was 12. And if God knew my dad was going to die in the... the the downward spiral the family would go into. Well, that's pretty fucked up. But I know, right? Yeah. Like, what an asshole. I, there are children in Africa that get bone cancer. Like, I mean, four-year-old children that get bone cancer. It's the, one of the most horrific pains ever. Right. And then they, they die. Why? Like, you could have not done that. And then you have this shit. And um, uh, I want to make clear that I'm not trying to disprove God. There's no way to do that. I'm not trying to prove God. There's no way to do that. I'm simply talking about established religion. So I want to make sure that I'm not. That's why I want to get know, out. Yeah, I'm not attacking your spirituality yourself. I'm just going. I just would like Agreed. you to know that I don't. That you're not Christian. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think I think my takeaway from my teachings in Christianity and world religions is. I believe in God. I don't believe in organized religion. And I would say what I believe is like, what would Jesus do? And I, like the walks of Jesus, which we're going to do an episode hopefully about the lost years of Jesus. Oh, right. But I think overall, it's that whole live to help other people, be selfless, 
think you get beyond your narcissism and your ego and do good in the world. So and that's Jesus, my religion. Jesus, and that's yeah. My... I man, I so disagree. I I think Jesus, like Mother Teresa, was a piece of shit. If she was a piece of shit. Let's talk this through. Tell me yes. more. Tell me more. Well, so he blinds somebody because they disrespected him. Just full on blinds him. Jesus like, did that. Oh. Yeah. Yes. It's been a while since I read the New Testament. Yeah, and so here's another, um, another just. I, I don't know, inconsistency. Okay. Is that Jesus died for our sins, you know, in, in the New Testament. Like, so that we could sin and be forgiven, he died. What about everybody who died before he did that? They were oh, all, what, burning in hell for no fucking reason? Until he did that, it was retrospective, but, you know. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, but okay. until he, until he did that, they were all burning in hell forever. <laughs> or they thought it was forever, which probably made it worse. So, okay, we'll say that. That's fine. Cool. I am God. I am able to create the cosmos in seven days. Well, six days, really, because I had to take a rest. Because for some reason, almighty, all-powerful people have to rest for some fucking reason. So He wanted to set a good precedent. Okay. No, okay. I'm in. Lead by example, right? I'll go for that. It was because he needed to do the, what do you call that? The uh, The dab. The dab, yeah. On the seventh day, God dabbed. (laughs) (laughs) So... God decided the only way that I can forgive these things that I created, that I knew, because I'm all-knowing, I knew we were going to sin, and I still created them anyway. The only way for me to forgive them is to kill my son, which is me. Yes. Or, how about this? Just fucking forgive him. Nah, it doesn't work like humans, that. Humans, you're all powerful. You're all powerful. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Humans need egregious acts to understand the validity of the situation. Because God created them that way. Well, no, see the fun. So we didn't need a it's like tax. we've been sacrificing our own kind for human sacrificing in all religions and all things throughout the course of time because it's that thing of like this is because my God created us that way. What? 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 Because God created us that way. He created us simple, created you, right? Oh, he created, created simple. People. That's what you mean. Okay, that's he, what you mean. God made assholes, and then he decided to get mad at them when they acted like assholes. Yeah, and then be an asshole to <laughs> forgive assholes. Except the idea is that we didn't, we weren't created as assholes. We were created as perfect, but then we ate an apple, and then we became assholes. That's right. So because the moral of God the story. The ap- hey, guess what? Don't put the apple in there. Done. Right. Like, but obviously, I like, how we were, I like how we haven't talked about women yet. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the first one. <laughs> no, but that's the whole idea. You have an all-knowing, all-powerful deity. Mm-hmm. You can't say. We did something against what he wanted because that's impossible. He's all knowing. Right. It's a. So he knew. He always knew. No matter what you do, he knew. And he could have stopped it because it's all powerful and didn't. Right. And so, in at least in Mormonism, I'm not, I'm not familiar with all the tenets of other Christianities, but in Mormonism, it's funny because they say that God couldn't put a stop to it. It had to happen. You know, God actually can't um, take away our free will. And so he's not all-powerful because he has limitations. I mean, But he's all-knowing, not all-powerful. He's all-knowing, though. In Mormonism, he's all-powerful as well. So, yes. And... and, um, Omniscient and omnipotent. And that is... And I believe all-powerful. Omniscient, omnipotent. Yeah. Yeah. Omnipotent is all-powerful, yeah. So, yeah. Omnipotent. Omnipotent. We've been able but, to be blasphemous for you, Brendan. Oh uh, no, it's good. But I also don't you think throughout the course of societies, religion is good? No, no, it's not. It's Let's religion has created the darkest, darkest moments of human history. Like you said, the sacrificing. Yeah. Um, the dark ages. Yeah. Um, uh, people. Uh, the crusades. Consolidation of power. Yeah. Has all come historically from religion. Okay, true. I used no. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I definitely used to be strongly in that camp. Um, having learned about the concept of spiral dynamics, I kind of get uh-huh. that it was necessary. It definitely wasn't. Doesn't make it less horrific, but I think it was a necessary step. Not that it. I haven't not, looked much into spiral dynamics, so I can't really. Yeah, it's interesting. It, unfortunately. Again, I think humans just take different things for power and control and religion. To your point has been yeah. on the forefront 
to dominate other humans. Well, and and that's oh, man. So that's why I just can't get past something that is a deity that is all knowing. Yeah. And then judges people for doing what he knew that they were going to do. No, yeah, well said, well said. And I, it's a, it's a paradigm I ha- I can't accept either because, yeah, it's 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 hard. But that's then you go back to just faith in general, right? Filling the void of life. Of, yeah, uh, and like you said, and I'm on your side with that. The the organized religion just it doesn't teach it that way, and that it teaches religion in a way to make you subservient, and to get your money and to get your um, subservience, I guess. Yeah, brimstone yeah. and fire, man. Yeah. If you yeah. don't, so give, I, if you totally don't give me 10%, you're going to hell. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, even if that God is real, it's almost like, well, why should I trust you that heaven is any good? If you have your children and you love them, but you're willing to put them in hell forever? Yeah, no, I think that's pretty gruesome, right? Because, yeah, that's tough. Uh, but I'm going to go a little side note. Did you guys uh, read about a Beto O'Rourke? Beto- huh. That's a big side note. No. Beto O'Rourke. Or how his dad put- called him Beto because he thought it might get him more votes. Well, that's hilarious. But no. this Because is- it, pol- it was a political family. His name's Robert. Uh- <laughs> um, I, I eat at that uh, Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Roberts? I mean, Beto's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he came out today saying, uh, I will put forth uh, action... If churches do not accept same-sex marriage, we will take away their tax-exempt ways. Fuck yeah. I mean, take it away anyway, but okay. Yes, yes, thank you. Because in America, I mean, I do think it's a big thing in America. Our religion is from Scientology to whatever, everything. The the tax-exempt rule is so crazy. It's led to a lot of corruption. I I mean, I already think religion was corrupt, but if we got rid of the tax-exempt status, there'd be a lot less incentive for people to start making their own religions, for one thing. Well, and uh, even... And I try... Because kind of like what I talked about before, I do, when I make arguments, try and not necessarily anger the other side. Right, yeah. Too much. Other than the high-ups, I guess they always get angry. But in... I mean, I went to Oklahoma, and there there were just as many, if not more, churches, just different types on right. every street corner. And then in Utah, you know, there's there's churches everywhere. They're taking up land, and our property tax goes towards education. And they are oh. they are literally pulling money from education by owning that land because they don't pay into it. Right. And that's Damn. not right. That and not only that, they're compounding that by brainwashing lies into the kids that they're that they're taking that education away from. Holy shit! I never that's thought right, about that. That's right, but I try not to go onto that side. I didn't even think about that. Holy problem. shit! Nice, nailed it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, keep it, them dumb. Keep them dumb. <laughs> right, keep them dumb. Then the, we need people to flip our burgers. We need people to wash our cars. We need people to, you know, fix AI. our widgets. <laughs> yeah, no. By the way, we've been recording this. By the way. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> no, that's cool. Good. I was gonna, I was gonna mention it, but it, you know, I was waiting for an appropriate lull in the conversation, and I missed a few, so my bad. We've no, only... that's fine. I don't, I don't care. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay talking about it. I don't. Well, it doesn't bother me that I hate religion. Have you studied world religions at a high level to understand like I... the Eastern philosophies versus the West? For the origins of the tenets. at a medium level for sure. Not I wouldn't say a high level. Okay. You guys when you talk about like the what was the spiralism? Oh spiral dynamics. dynamics. Spiral dynamics, yeah. Stuff like that. Um Well that's I, not a religion, that's just a uh, that's like a psychological framework. Yeah. But Oh, I thought it was like a take on religion. So yeah, no. see I obviously have not looked into it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I know more about Mormonism than Mormons do. I know more about Catholicism than a lot probably most Catholics do right um, it kind of drops off a little bit from there I don't know so much about Hinduism Buddhism mm-hmm. uh, even Judaism I'm not super well versed in but the fact that they chop off children's dicks and then have um, what are they their former priests suck on the dicks to wait, make it what? stop bleeding is kind of weird wait what really yeah what are they oh man your friend's gonna a, fact check us on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not ignorant on this, but what what's a what's a, the Bree? The, the Bris, I mean, Jewish, <laughs> Jewish priest. Oh, Rabbi. A Rabbi. Rabbi. Oh God, thank you, uh, Rabbi. I cannot <laughs> so believe. So they cut off the foreskin and then they suck on it. 
yes, to stop the bleeding. And there was actually a huge infestation of, I think it was herpes in newborn children because Gross. one of the rabbis had herpes and spread it. Gross. So That's... it's not in, it's not in every good old tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> religions all have their pitfalls and really big pitfalls. In fact, and the biggest thing is that religion never answers any questions. It, the, the answer is because God, and that's not yeah. how you figure something out. You say, okay, well, I dropped this, this can off the table. Why does it fall? Because God wants it to fall. Well, guess what? You just ended the conversation. You didn't start yeah. one. It doesn't answer and, questions. It shuts down questions. Yeah. And yeah. religion has never once answered, has never proven anything. Never. Science has. And, you know, people say, oh, science doesn't prove things. It just has theories and all that shit. Okay, are we revolving, is the earth revolving around the sun? Yes. We fucking proved it with science. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, damn, I had a point I was going to make, but I forgot what it was. Sorry. No, that's cool. You were, you were, you were on a good roll. Yeah, you're, you're good on this. Uh, so, how, how do you scope out your life and sense of purpose and motivation? Ooh, that's a good one. If you don't have religion in your life, man. It actually pisses me off that people think religion is required to have a sense of morality. That is bullshit. I don't that need is, him. That is a destructive yeah, ideology. Nice. It is. Nailed and, it. And he's right. Religion's the opposite. Religion teaches you to shun people and to only accept people that believe the way that you believe. Even religions that preach acceptance aren't accepting because guess what? If they don't believe your religion, they burn in fucking hell. Right. So how is that accepting? If your ch child, um, especially with the LDS faith, the Mormon faith, if your child turns out to be gay, guess what? They can't go to heaven. So and your family is is supposed to be forever. You got you're sealed in, in right. the temple with your spouse, and your family is sealed to be a forever family. That you're. You were a family before you came to Earth, and you're a family after you depart Earth. And right. now your child is is homosexual, and now you can't be a family anymore. How is that acceptance? In no way is that a healthy view for anybody. Right. And it's just to consolidate this fucking power because they need more young, impressionable minds to toe the line of and pay 10%. There's no no way that the leaders of the LDS faith actually believe that they're talking to God and if they do, they're delusional. Uh, so they know it's fake. And I don't know how far down it goes. You have to know it's fake because you're not talking to God. It's not happening. Oh, you have feelings? I have so many people tell me that they come back from missions and they're like, oh, I can't explain it, but I just felt that God was watching over me. Because somebody came out of nowhere and saved my life from this rabid raccoon. That shit happens like, in normal life. <laughs> A rabid <laughs> raccoon. He's <laughs> so good. Great delivery. <laughs> Great delivery, man. No, yeah, I mean, I, um, I don't know that they necessarily know it's a lie. I think that it's decades and decades of self-delusion. Because I absolutely think that you can trick yourself into having some type of religious experience. Um, oh, yeah. Especially in the masses. Well, no, I'm talking... Well, yeah, but but I'm talking about, like, people that lead churches. Yeah. I, I mean, there's this whole idea that people... Generally, people think that what they're doing is right. And these people think what they're doing is right. They think they're talking to God. I mean, the way I've heard it described is it's a feeling. You know it in your heart. Which, to me, is just like, yeah, you're basically, like, hypnotizing people into convincing themselves that they feel... Um, some type of sacred power talking to them. And so whatever's on their mind at the time when they feel that sacred power, they then turn that into a communication from God. So he's well, praying about also... gays, and then he feels that wonderful feeling. Oh, you know what? That's God telling me that it's okay to be gay after all. That kind of thing. <laughs> right, and then to have, well, and suicide is such a huge prevalence in the LDS community because of the unacceptance of homosexuality. And there are so many people, so many, especially teenagers, people who are kind of getting into their sexuality that are realizing that they're kind of, they're deviants from what is expected of them. And they can't reconcile the fact that their God, because the, because the prophet talks to God, literally their God is telling them that they are an abomination right. for, for how they feel. And a lot of them 
want to change that and want to not be that way and want to reject themselves and what that really turns into because it's not a choice that they've made. It, that's something that's just a part of you that's ingrained at, biologically because... Which I argue all the time. I'm very curious about this. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, nature versus nurture. I think it's both. I think that there's genetic markers and then environmental factors that can trigger them. Um, I think there's also straight up genetic. I mean, I think there's a ton of different possibilities, but basically, I think it's a combination of both. Okay. But go on, Tyler. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I just no, had to throw that in there. I'm I'm pretty. Uh, oh man, one of my mindsets it's all genetic. It's not really. But it, it does. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't I think it's something that can change once those triggers get hit. And I think those triggers get set like when you're very, very, very young. But um, I just don't. I mean, maybe it is purely genetic. I just think it's probably more likely it's both. Yeah, I don't okay. I don't know enough to say, you know, you're wrong. So I, I'm definitely not saying that I think it's more genetic. But I would absolutely if somebody said, no, it is genetic and, and it's nature and nurture. I'd be like, OK, yeah, cool. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. So I'm definitely not against it. I can see. But yeah, I don't like you said. I don't think it's a it's a choice. Right. So it's you, not, just, you just gotta have faith, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You just gotta have faith. People yeah. are making the right decisions for themselves. No, in fact, yeah, I have the opposite exactly. of faith. I don't have the faith that <laughs> I know what asshole. is happening. You know that somebody's happening. Uh, that somebody knows. But anyway, so <laughs> yeah. I kind of forgot what I was talking about. I'm sorry to call you a tangent. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. I apologize. I you guys, all the time, I guess. <laughs> well, I think we do. you're your co-host at this point shit <laughs> is that well, your way of saying I talk too much from my personal experience my, my own I don't even know if this is true but my own perception of my own experience is that it was environment that it was environmental factors um, but I don't know if that was just a coincidence or if they're actually or if you know if it was some kind of combination or what, so I don't know. Yeah, well, it's hard, like, yeah, it's hard to prove when, it because it's like you only went through one environment. You right, couldn't yeah. send yourself through several. But I get it. Exactly. No, I, and yeah, I get it. Okay, so can we make AIs gay? No. Ooh. Don't want to talk about that. Meaning that they want to procreate with other AIs, or oh, oh shit. Yeah, that's it. Oh snap! Well played. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be masturbatory? Are all AIs that the same? That Control C, Control V is looking real hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that bitch just Control deleted me. <laughs> all right, I anyway. think necessarily they'll have to be gay. Well, why does sex, why does sex, huh. why does sexuality have to matter? I don't know. I was just joking. No, but I mean, I again, this goes back to the prior conversation because it's like, what if you building out AI, 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 or it's building itself out as a general AI? What sensatory things or what things can they encompass? And is sexuality one of them? Well, Maybe. sexuality probably wouldn't be because sexuality is all about a biological need to reproduce, which they wouldn't have. Even if they have the need to reproduce, it wouldn't be biological. Right. So sex wouldn't make sense. But it is tied in. Um, it's tied in with masculinity and femininity, which are not necessarily sexual. They're more like, I mean, I know this is really just semantics, but they're basically different characteristics um, like masculinity it tends to be powerful, protectorate, forceful, dominant, female, um, set, tends to be loving, compassionate, emotional, that kind of thing. So, I mean, if an AI was studying humanity and trying to be like humanity, it might see those types of traits and decide it wanted to be one or the other, in which case it might proclaim itself to be some gender. But I don't know. Just, just a thought. Just some thoughts. Which could go the same thing with humanity. What we're talking about sexuality is now nature versus nurture and the environment right. in which you observe. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, how many... That'd be funny, well, dude. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. AI comes out, dude, they all become Mormon. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, we've they crunched the numbers. That it's the real God. Yeah, right. Oh, we've crunched the numbers. We have determined... Joseph Smith was an asshole, but he was right. <laughs> Doctrine and covenants what? all day, every day. Have you seen that um, that South Park episode uh, where they're in hell and they're like, yep, all right, everybody, all right, everybody, quiet down, quiet down. Yes, this is hell and you are dead. All right. Uh, and he's all, I was a devout Catholic. Yes, you chose the wrong religion. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a Protestant. You chose wrong as well. Yes, it was the Mormons that were correct. Yes, the Mormons. <laughs> so good. Funny story. My um, 
my Sunday school teacher when I was like 15 showed that clip in our Sunday school class. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Any self-promotion better, right? Right, exactly. I mean, Mormons are all about the Book of Mormon because apparently they don't know what it's actually about. So. Oh, what I love. Uh, when I the say the Book of Mormon, Church. I mean the musical, sorry. Go on. Yeah, no, oh yeah, and that's what I was going to talk about is uh, something that I thought was fantastic was when the Book of Mormon musical came out, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints were putting out pamphlets said, if you like the musical, you should read the book. Are you and serious? I was, yeah, I was like, oh, that is genius. That is top-notch marketing. Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah. That's the thing, man. It's, it's so cynical. I love it, it. Well, it's so marketable. You know, they're so business-like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a, totally they a business. Are. That's the they're problem. All they're, they're all wealthy-ass businessmen. And there's like... And they never 300 been... of them in the top. There's They called them the Quorum, the 70. And there's like four of them. And then there's the 12 apostles, and then there's the prophet. They're all filthy fucking rich businessmen. Well, and then you look at the Pope. I mean, what does he live in? His own fucking country. His own palace in his own country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, protected by some other countries. Oh, yeah, for sure. Met. I mean, the corruption in religion is so blatantly obvious. It's just crazy. It's like they don't... I, I, they're just like, yeah, that's right. I talk to God. I get to live in a fucking golden palace. Like, sure, okay. It's crazy. Madness. Well, it's crazy too, but then the humanity of it too. That's what I don't like at a personal level. You know, I think people, like whether it's the Mormons with business, but I've heard of other people that go, you know, they go to networking events within religion for their personal professional development. And I think that's disgusting. Wait, as in they go they to go to dinners religious or events? They go to network? religious events to network. Not for the actual core values of the belief system, but just to network amongst those people yeah. because you have a better in. I heard this within executives within certain companies. Oh sure. That you know. Well, that's what that's literally what you're doing with religion. You are trying to mold yourself to network to become really good buddies with this guy that's going to let you into heaven, God. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was going on the, the micro level. Of the individuals like, oh, you're a Christian too. Oh, you believe in you go to Bible study. Okay, I'm gonna go to Bible study because X executive is going to that Bible study and I'm going to follow suit and, you know, hobnob with him, which that's a general thing I behave But like. I mean, I think that networking in general has like a sleazy feel to it, but that's my own That's opinion. what I was going to say. I very Just much in general. Networking, when you have personal motive and ne- talking to someone for a yeah. certain outcome, I think that's fucked. We went over this in our episode. Which one was it? I forget which one it was. It might have been with Cindy or it might have been our first episode. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we've done like 80 now, right? So. Oh, yeah. There's a million. <laughs> Go yeah, listen yeah. to them all, everybody. Tyler's been on all of them. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm networking as a whole. When you go into situations for your own benefit and outcomes, I'm so against that. Yeah. So what I mean is, if we're working on AI, we need to model me as the AI prototype. I think that's the perfect AI. Yeah. If I had to guess, yeah. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, Preston's looking at with me, looking at me with such doubt. <laughs> I'm trying not to just crush your whole world. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but not something horrific, not something friendship ending. Nah. I yeah, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. I think it's uh, the human nature. And that's the thing. I, 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 I'm gonna publish an article on the website about religion, but I want to rewrite it now. Well, since the other day. <laughs> because I want to rescope it, because my belief system is man is the downfall of man, not God. Yeah, man doesn't need the help the, the help of the devil, right? There you yeah, go. Right. <laughs> um, so I actually want to talk about the some of the reasons that that people talk about why religion was beneficial to humanity, because. It's things like, you know, they they gave structure to society. Yeah. Without religion, all of the beautiful art of the Renaissance wouldn't have been created, that kind of stuff. And I just, the Renaissance was literally after the Dark Ages. Yeah, right, which were caused by religion. But, um, but like, that kind of thinking is very limited because think about what kind of art we would have if it wasn't only funded by the massively rich churches. Like... Think about the much wider variety of incredible art we would have. You know, how much better would, like how much more widespread would our beautiful architecture have been rather than just focusing these palaces to some, basically to the local priest, really, right. um, rather than, you know, 
all across the countryside, government buildings. Those probably did too. Were probably uh, built well too. But you know, all of that, all that funding from religion, doing religious stuff. What if all that funding had been doing something more beneficial? You know, like studying science or. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could well, have been doing. And if you right. listen to the hate mongers, the world is just getting worse and worse and worse. So you guys are, you guys, they are giving money to this church to do what? Obviously, it's not working. It's not making the world a better place. Right. I mean, there are some ways that they are. There's things yeah, like giving think, charity. There's they're no, feeding the homeless, no. stuff like that. But I don't no. think that it makes up for it. You don't think so? No, no. Okay, the LDS church has given point. Zero six percent, and my number may be a little bit off, but it's damn near close. Point zero six percent of its income to helping the homeless, and one of the biggest yeah. thing, or I'm sorry, help uh, to charity in general, not just helping the homeless. So charity overall, point zero six percent, and that's something that they love to talk about. How many yeah. billions of dollars that they've done, and yeah, okay, that's billions of dollars that did get sent in to help people. That is good, but like what you said, what would we have had had we not had religion? The Red Cross gives 99 point something percent of everything is actually used to help people. Right. So if you had taken that money that you gave to the LDS church, and a lot of a lot of Mormons that I talk to talk about paying their tithing, their 10 percent, in uh, in the respects of, well, I want to help with the charitable part of of the religion. If you want to help, give your 10 percent to a real charitable foundation, right. not to the fucking church any church they yeah. are not giving yep. the percentage that the the red cross is and and it doesn't have to be the red cross look for your own you know uh, doctors without borders anything like that and you can look up they have to report That's right. how much that they spend yeah uh, actually on the charity itself and not just paying their members and there's nothing wrong also i just wanted to touch on with charities paying their employees you have to pay your employees so don't be like and churches say, oh, don't report on what they spend their money on do they or do they no it's i think they report function. on their charitable contributions but they don't have to report no on, you know i don't know i should talk about it okay yeah i don't know i don't i don't imagine that they do i've never come across uh you know an annual report from the church right. from the mormon church right uh, sorry go on oh no i mean and really that so i just wanted to the charitable contributions yeah. is, and I, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer too i, I do believe yeah nonprofits are great but research the nonprofits and the allocation of funds where they go. Right. Because there is yeah. a definitely good, like, not, a, you know, churches, there are some that just have 80% goes to administrative costs. Like, what? You know, so you, I do believe in researching what uh, charitable uh, nonprofits you do give your money to. Um, I think religion at a individual level, and maybe you guys are lone wolves like me in a sense, and you don't need that accountability, that social social construct that church provides. Accountability? You mean the shame and guilt and like this feeling of oppression that if you step out of line, everyone will know and talk about it? That kind of But people do structure. respond well to that, though, don't they? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's very powerful when you're young and, and that's forced upon you. Yeah, yeah, you could enforce anything you wanted. Anything will work well if you tell a five-year-old. Yeah. And right. then for the rest of their life. But that's not to say a 55-year-old doesn't have that same kind of, you know what I mean? Well, like well it's ingrained at that point. At that point, it's it's just so crushing. I mean, I still feel guilt. It's hard for me to say, fuck God. That is hard for me to say. I don't believe in God. And that's tough for me to say because of the way that I was raised. Not right. because of some uh, feeling that I'm getting from some divine, all-powerful entity that knew that I was going to say that and now wants me to feel bad for doing it, even though he created me. Yeah, that's Jiminy Cricket, right? That's the all-powerful deity you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Right. Jiminy Cricket, your conscience be your guide? Your conscience. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Because in, in the Mormon church, they call it the still small voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's supposed to be your conscience. Damn, I totally had another point, but I forgot what it was. It's I just, just so I'm hard. I mean, right I go back and forth because I, you know, to your point about what would have been if religion didn't have the stronghold of funds and uh, societal stronghold I well guess let's be say. honest here it would have been some other stronghold force dominating over humanity if it wasn't religion yeah, it would have been true. something else that's so let's be gonna, honest that's where i was gonna go that's where i was gonna go humanity just ties to something bigger than itself right. and they you know what i mean and they use that stronghold on other people to 
Yeah. The thing that really bugs me about religion is just the fact that it is still so influential in like 90% of the world, at least. The, the fact that it has any foothold in education at all right. pisses me off. Yeah. Like, you can oh. teach your shit in your school, but let's not teach that shit in science school. Let's teach science. And right. you know what? If yours is right, cool. Then, then it's right. Um, but guess what? We, we learned both, and we know that science has done good. There is no demonstrable proof that religion has. Well, I, 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 again, I think religion has helped people in their day-to-day life not to do wrong, not to do acts of bad or, you know. So, so okay. But, and I'm, so I think that's, a, okay, I'm, I have so many things in my head right now. Okay, so I think religion gives people the responsibility, accountability, and structure of what to do and what not to do. We could argue that in many different ways, but everyone processes differently right. on how they interpret that. Because as we know, there's Jack Mormons, right? There's funda- f- fundamentalist Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Warren, yes. Yeah. We have Warren Jebs. Is that his name? I think. Oh, uh, the polygamous guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I didn't really follow yes, that. Warren Jeffs. Oh yeah, Warren Jeffs. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. So again, it's and when we see the course of religion and the timeline of religion, how you have one baseline book and how it goes off in eighty different branches. Right. So interpretation, individuals leading their own charge, but ultimately, I would say, it helps me, not beat the shit out of people. That, I mean, if you need if you need the fear of burning in hell forever to not beat the shit out of people. Like, I, I don't know, you know, that's... And I say that because I think that the, the, the fire and brimstone uh, tactic is not what I grew up with. I grew up in a French church, which is off branch of the Quakers. Did you say fringe or French? Friends. Friends. Fr- a friends, friends church? Friends church, yeah. What's that mean? It's, it's an off branch of the Quakers. Okay. But, but it's a, a just... Simple. It's like it's before the fad of non-denominational. You know how like there's non-denominational churches all around you now, like Unitarianism, oh, yeah. meaning they're not tied to the Baptist and not tied to tax break churches, right? Yeah, like the go. Rock Church. The Rock Church, yeah, exactly. So, boy, uh, a bunch of people I worked with back in Salt Lake were in the Rock Church, and I was like, oh, the Rock Church. I bet they're pretty open-minded and liberal. Nope, they were super duper conservative, like no sex before marriage, like. It's wild. Like all their all their kids were super naive. It's like whoa, no gays. For, for me, as somebody who's anti-religion, the worst um, the worst thing for me that happened to religion are people who, and I mean this totally not against you, Brennan at all, but people oh, like fine. Brennan. Yeah. Where where That's you fine. are, you know, you're a good person. Right. I I think you know. I mean, I believe you are. And, you know, you have these these religious feels and you say that you're Christian mm-hmm. and, you know, you went on the, you know, and you had a, a church that you went to and but you weren't raised, you know, with the fire and brimstone. You weren't raised, you know, the way Catholics, you know, are generally thought to be raised. And there are Catholics that fit in this mold, too. So, I mean, I'm not picking on you, but they're like Mormons that say, okay, I'm Mormon, but guess what I do? I drink coffee because you know what? I'm not going to hell for it. You know what else I do? I accept gays. Well, guess what? Your religion says you don't accept gays, so you're not LDS, but you're going to claim you are. And that's why these religions are are holding on for so long because these people that actually have reasonable ideas, Brennan, like you, that still claim that, that they're a part of these religions, these Mormons that, that don't hate gay people and and Christians in general that don't stone them to death, like, that's in the book. You're supposed to fucking do that. God said so. Like, the fact that you're not doing that pisses me off because then you don't really believe. If you believe that that was the word of God... But this goes back to what I was saying earlier, though. This is why there's so many, you know, subsects of all these different religions and how it's interpreted. You mentioned... What's that? of interpretation you say but how do you interpret that a man shall not lay with another man as he does with a woman uh, unless he should be stoned well you could argue the sense that that's in the old testament they were totally talking about weed well yeah it's okay if you're stoned 
Oh. But there, there are many, there are many uh, parts that talk about not wearing uh, a fabric of two different. Uh, but you could. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. The, ar- the, the argument to that would be that's the Old Testament, and you got to listen to the and doctrine of Jesus and the New Testament. The funny thing so is, God was wrong. The Old Testament, which God wrote, well, is wrong. He changed his mind. He does it a lot. Ask the Mormons. Well, no, he created against... there, and there was no way to get rid of that, right? As an well, all-knowing, no, all-powerful different... being, there was no way to get rid of the Old Testament. You have to <laughs> convey to humans. No, no this not is without it. a whole lot of smiting. That's right. That's... Like one in the whole world, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, damn. You're right. How did the books survive? Oh, I guess they, uh, they went on the boat, right? Yeah, two of them. And then they procreated. <laughs> Yeah, the Bible, the Old Testament, there were two copies and it made a bunch of babies. Yeah, okay, I want to make sure I understood that right there. No, I think the thing is, so... Who taught you to disregard the Old Testament? Somebody who disagreed with what the Old Testament said. I think my interpretation of religion has been based on my own research and what right. how I grew up. Right. So this is why I say I'm Christian because... Uh, I would say I believe in the walks of, 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 of Jesus. Meaning, what I mean by that in my interpretation is talk to the homeless. Talk to the poor. Talk to the people that are struggling. And I'm spiteful of the people that just talk to people that get, they get benefits from. That's why I'm friends with Preston. Charity, man. It? It's my personal charity. <laughs> a charity case, bro. Damn, I thought I was the one using you. <laughs> but um, so no, I totally agree with what you're saying. And all I can say, what your point is, is just judgment battle, this pissing match of here's the confines of such, and if you're not that, therefore you're out. You know, and I don't, I don't look at reli- I look, I don't look at faith in that way. I look at right, or, but religion looks at it that way. I know that's and, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. This is why I say I'm not a fan of organized religion. Yes, yes. And I believe, and, and we've talked about this. The doctrines of global of global religions all kind of have the same output of be fucking good, don't be a dick. At their core, but it's been perverted by like all religions by the tele- by the millennia of the telephone game. Humans, yeah. Again, it all right, comes the down to man. Made by God. Fucking the things the... that God made are perverting His thing. Yes. Like no, that Absolutely. it has to. It, it works exactly how if God is real, it is working exactly how He imagined. So he's sadistic. Sadistic. Is that the word? He's sadistic? not existent, but yeah. Sadistic. He's a, he's sadistic. <laughs> I can't speak English. No, you're right. You were right. Sadistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you ever read the Old Testament? He's a fucking serial killer, for one thing. He's a let's see. He's a serial killer. He is a uh, genocide. He commits genocide. Um, he hates women. He hates children. He hates gays. Does anybody have color? Yeah, he hates co- colored people. All right. Um, let's see. Who else does he hate? Anybody he hates, who thinks for themselves. Who hates? He hates anybody that doesn't worship him. So he's a narcissist. Um, let's see. You're literally taught not to question the Bible. And one of the big things that pisses me off is people say, well, God will provide to those who provide for themselves. That's the opposite of what the Bible says. The Bible says, give yourself up and God will provide. Do not try and God will help you. That's And so this perversion and the golden rule is predates the Bible by, I think, thousands of years. I didn't have my notes ready for this. Sorry. Yeah, by, by thousands of years. And, and it's not do unto others. It's do not unto others. So it's not like if you enjoy getting whipped and, you know, and bound and then gagged, you don't do that to people. You don't do to them what you would not want done to you. Not oh. you do to them what you want. Oh, I call that Wednesday night. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon, the, <laughs> soon as this episode ends, guess what we're doing? I uh, No, I think you're right. I mean... Again, this at the end of the day, I guess what I want to say, and I think you do have a good argument. Uh, faith is believing in something beyond yourself. So I have faith, but I have no faith in man. And everything to really bring back, tie this all together, everything we talk about is man capitalizing on the situation and uh, judging. Yeah, it's just not good. It's not good. No, and I, I get what you're saying for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I'm, want... I have such a grandiose idea in my mind how to say this better, but struggling. 
but yeah, I just think uh, just humanity is just sad, and I don't think. And you know, to your point of it's God's creation, so there's the Old Testament, New Testament. Yeah, but you know, if you're looking at storylines, you got to show the brutal craziness to show the resurrection or the the New Testament, I guess you could say. Um, okay. Good. <laughs> oh, no. no, come I, on, not just I, okay. No, I'm trying I, to I incite here. Agree, but but I've already touched on that. You know, yeah. God, God could have created us in a way that we wouldn't need to have the pain in order to enjoy. But don't we need the, the drama? The not if God created us, so we didn't. So, so that I goes mean, back. I'm tying this back to the last episode with AI. Oh yeah, yeah. If maybe that we don't need motivation, but God gave us choice. God um, gave us free will, I'm, so we could tie that up to. Uh, well, to go back to the um, God could have created us with, not without having to experience pain. I'm gonna disagree with that. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's a. I don't think that there's a personal God. Um, I don't think that there's a guy up there, you know, yelling at us for cursing at him. But he doesn't look um, like Zeus. I don't. I don't think <laughs> that thinking that it would be possible to be created without. I mean, I guess this goes back to what you're saying about God has limitations. Like, I don't think it's possible to live and not experience pain because if all you experience, I mean, basically pain and pleasure are two sides of a duality. They mm-hmm. can't exist one without the other. So, so I, I 100% agree with you. My only point is when, when talking with somebody who believes that God is all-powerful right. and all-knowing, that he could have created us that way. I don't believe that is they, possible. Wait, they say that? That's that God is all-knowing? No, they all say that he could have created us that way? Well, I say that no, he that's could have. Oh, okay, okay. And, Sorry, and go on. And if they're going to argue, like, so... We must need to sin in order to feel righteous. So and you're giving them a paradox, basically. Yes, exactly. Got well, it. they gave themselves the paradox. I'm just putting it. You're in just pointing it out to them. them. Yes, exactly. Got it. Like I'm playing by their nice. rules. Like I'm confining yeah. myself to their ideology. That's some Socratic shit right there. No, that's how you, that's good. But no, I, I think, Brennan, what you were saying, and I do agree a lot with it, is that um, there there were probably a lot of really good teachings in religion, whether, and I don't want to go in, in this particular whether I believe or not, so I'm just going to say it in the way that I believe. I think that there were a lot of good teachings in religion that were perverted by humanity yes. taking and trying to uplift certain people and to take advantage of people by using those teachings and make themselves more powerful and themselves more wealthy. And I think that's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Like, that's how I understand. And I completely agree, even within those scopes, that, yes, absolutely, these people are perverting the very essence of, you know, do good, do right, and if you're good, you will be rewarded. Well, Alan, I'll bring it back to LDS, because I think you guys are kind of more experts in that. You know, I don't like the seven levels of heaven, where if you're successful on earth and this and that and you're good, then you could teach the lower level and you give them redemption. Uh, that's such a corporate model in heaven. Like I just, it's a multi-level marketing system, which it, is yeah, basically it's, LDS. It's crazy. And the thing about LDS too is like, okay, cool. We got the Bible, meaning the Old Testament, New Testament. LDS said, cool. We got the Doctrine and Covenants. We got the Book of Mormon. The whole trilogy, bitch. <laughs> Let's keep adding more doctrine to this. The L. Ron Hubbard of the 1800s. Yeah. I'm going to write a science fiction novel, and then I'm going to start a religion. Yep, that's what I'm going to put submarines in it and steel that predates all steel in America. Yeah, so... And explain why Native Americans have darker skin than white people. Yeah. Stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a... So, So, okay... Uh, yes. I'm, I know I'm drawing a blank, man. What do I want to go with this? Well, what I would say is let's uh, let's ban religion for the first 16 years of people's lives. We'll go six. Let's go 18. Let's just let's do Ooh, military time. Like smoking. Yeah. So the first 18 years, you're not allowed to. And I know this is impossible. I'm. This is just a thought process. You're not allowed to talk about religion for the first 18 years, or to an eight, anybody under 18 about religion. Now, what religion does that person believe? I bet it's none of them. <laughs> Just as a thought experiment. Right. Yeah, probably. Well, you could argue you could go 24, right? No, 24, you're 24. wrong. It's whatever religion their girlfriend is. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. The, only if she's willing to have sex in her religion. Right, exactly. Well, no, it's okay if you do it in the butt. That's God's blind spot. Yeah, I mean, the Virgin Mary was a virgin if you don't count anal. Right. <laughs> and we don't. Well, I thought I was a good person. Now I know I'm going to hell because I'm on this podcast. Uh, it's all right. Wouldn't you rather hang out with the good fight? You're fighting the good fight. I'd rather hang out with all the kind of people that go to hell for eternity than the kind of people that go to heaven for eternity. Yeah, I get that. Um, There's a song about that, isn't there? Um, I'll never Uh, forget. So my Mormon experience was I grew up with my uncle, uh, who's uh, he converted to Mormonism when he was like 16 or 17 because he grew up in a crazy household, and uh, so he was Mormon his whole life. Did he go on a mission? Uh, I don't know the truth right. of his life. To be okay, just curious. I think he did, probably. Because they push it real hard, especially back then they did. Yeah, sure he did. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember, but... Uh, so I grew up with him. Huge influence. Mr. Wannabe business guy. da 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 Always willing and dealing. I'll never forget, because my dad and him used to, like, battle about religion. My dad's like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Leave me alone. This is crazy, you know? And uh, when my dad died, I remember... Uh, and my dad, I think, died believing in God, but definitely did not deal with LDS and the presentation from my uncle about LDS. Like, it was just too much, and my uncle was just so... So your uncle was trying to convert him all the time. Yeah. As so, they do. Yeah. So so my so my, my dad died, and then uh, uh, he comes to me and says, it's cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think Tyler sees where this is going. I'm going to baptize him. Oh, God. Uh, I said, he didn't want to be baptized Mormon as a, when he was alive. The way he's doing him a favor. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so I just, oh, my God. And so, anyways, that's... Well, the church got in trouble a while ago. I don't know how many years ago it was for trying to baptize for the dead a bunch of Jewish people. And the, their families were like, what the fuck are you doing? No. And they told them no, but they did it anyway. So, yeah, that... I mean, I guess, I, 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 that whole thing, they think that they're, that they're saving the souls of the people, but that's such a weird ass, like, that's such a weird, weird ritual. Yeah. It doesn't make me mad because I know it's not real. Right. But like, if I thought it was, that would really piss me off. To me, I just think it's, it's ridiculous. But from you guys are both fans of sci-fi. If you saw this on a sci-fi show, you would watch the whole show. Oh, yeah, I read the book. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's a huge plot twist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You can't see it unless you put your head in a hat and got to have God or something. Yeah. Sorry, so, that's a Mormon thing. <laughs> yeah, so I was exposed to uh, LDS, and yeah, I've, I've, I've had my fair share of talking to missionaries and challenging their, you know, whatever. I just want to put out a disclaimer right now. Um, we've done a lot of ragging on the LDS church, which I'm totally fine with. But I feel as much against the LDS. I feel as much against other religions as I do against the LDS church. I just want to. Yeah, I, just I just want to say, only we know more about that. But all religions in general have a lot to answer for. Have done a lot of horrible things. Not a fan. So I just want to put that out there. And I would say, at the end of the day. It's an individual choice and decision. Whatever makes you a better person and be less judgmental, do that. Yeah, unless it's giving money to these corporations that are hiding pedophiles that are raping hundreds of kids. You know, probably don't do that. True. Yeah, I, 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 I fully agree. I wanna, Don't align yourself with crazy or bad. Catholics. Yeah. So we're pivoting to Catholics now. All right, so going to the 6th century. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, the Catholics were very, very smart because they basically co-opted all of the pagan religious rituals throughout all of the religious manuscripts that didn't agree with their worldview that they wanted to propagate and then basically started the Christian... Sorry, I was going to say Christianity. They started Christianity from scratch. Um, but everyone thinks it was like handed down by the word of God. No, it was a committee of old white guys who were super rich and wanted to maintain control over the populace. I mean, the, the Inquisition, um, like one of the things I was reading about um, when I was researching about Jesus' lost years, um, there is a sect of Christians called the St. Thomas Christians that were in India and Tibet, 
and in like the when was it 700s no 1700s sorry um all of their religious texts that talked about what jesus was doing in that time got burned by some catholic cardinal who was on a like on a power trip so it's like the the catholic church went through and just destroyed knowledge that disagreed with them burned books burned history oh yeah and I think that the Muslim religion did the same thing with the Library of Alexandria. Once that madman took power, that super fundamentalist Muslim madman took power, burned the entire Library of Alexandria. All that knowledge that was lost to humanity, like where would we now, where would we be now if we hadn't lost all the knowledge destroyed by these psychotic religious fundamentalists? It's, like it, it's kind of, it's really depressing to think about. You know, the what if is scary in any facet of life or questions. But like we said earlier, if it wasn't them, it would have been someone else. That's kind of yeah. my yeah, doomsday maybe so. resolution, but, you know, the history is, is what it is. But um, I think there's a difference between ruling over a people with an iron fist and, it, and, and a religion blanketing an entire continent or two under its, under its oppression and wiping out all knowledge that opposes it. Like, a king could try to do that, but a king can't really, can't really inspire the kind of zealotry, the kind of religious, insane religious fervor that the Catholic religion did or that the Muslim religion did. I mean, there are definitely, of course, zealots for kings, but nothing like religion creates. There's something in humanity, in, in humans' minds, that just... Once we get that belief system, it becomes our identity, and we'll do anything to prevent that belief system from being questioned or, or from losing it. Okay. I mean, yeah, like I said, a king can kind of get that, but not nearly to the extent that a, a world religion can. Well, I was just going to make a joke about Henry VIII. Because that's when he created the Church of England when he didn't... Dis- oh, yeah. It's like, I want to make... Oh, I want to divorce my wife. So, new church. Off with her head. New church, yep. Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Thanks, Animaniacs. Take away from her the one thing she wouldn't give to me. <laughs> Nailed it. I went to a Zinger. fascinating uh, uh, presentation by Dr. James Fallon. Yes, Jimmy Fallon, but no. It's a different guy. Okay. And he um, studies uh, psychopathy, and he wasn't talking about this in because it was not that type of uh, presentation, but he kind of threw it out there, and it was so nonchalant, and it made me laugh at, inside because it was pretty quiet in there. <laughs> but he talked about humans evolved the ability to look into the future to not you know obviously not like see into the future but to predict what's going to happen and that's when humanity developed bows and arrows and throwing spears and stuff like that because we could hunt we could see okay that tiger is running that direction it's going to be right there at this time and we could throw something and know that it would also be there at that time and that's one of the one of the big things with humanity that pulled us kind of out of out of the dirt was our ability to look forward well then humanity just kept looking forward. Okay, well, what about tomorrow? What about next week? And it kept looking forward, forward, forward until we eventually ended in our deaths. And then humanity was looking for something beyond that. And he just said, nonchalantly, that's when God was created. And then just moved on. And it was really funny to me and pretty... uh, There were a few people... They gasped, which was nice. It was it, 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 it hit some people, which was awesome. And I've kind of you know thought about that a lot. And I know that's only one per, one uh, one doctor, one researcher. To, I've heard to something say it, like so. that. I've heard something very similar to that. He said um, the imagination, human humans' imagination is what allows us to do things like religion, to spread religion, and it also it's our most powerful feature. You know, it allows us to communicate basically. And pass yeah. on concepts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally. fascinating. 100%. And less restrictions, the better, right? Yeah. Wait, in what? Less restrictions? And your creativity and your imagination. Oh, yeah. I suppose so, yeah. So how do you be as objective as possible, I guess? Is that what we're trying to get away from? Like, 
if you if you're in the confines of certain belief systems, you I, don't you don't use your imagination to your full potential. I mean, blind faith is what it boils down to. Blind faith is the enemy of reason. Blind faith is the enemy of lots mm-hmm. of things. Um, just, I don't know. I think that I've I've tried to question and be aware of when I'm being dogmatic and just at the very least like laugh at myself for being for taking myself so seriously. I think that's a good start. I think it's huge. Yeah, so so moral of the story is we're going to round up all the religious people and kill them. That'll solve global warming because there won't be any more CO2 emissions. It'll solve overpopulation. Um, it'll solve our food shortages. It'll solve our homeless crisis. So well, all the worst problems solved. God tried that once. It didn't work. <laughs> they came back. Because humans like fucking too much. Yeah. I was hoping I could live in the Vatican. That would probably be a good place to survive a zombie apocalypse. There's a vacancy. A vacancy. Damn. A vacancy. It. <laughs> Bam, I like it. Uh, yeah, I know. No, but I guess that's where we went with an AI, too. I mean, you talk about the, uh, yeah. the imagination. You don't want to limit it in certain ways because, who knows, the one AI that you have set out to, uh, to figure out how to make games better turns out to figure out how to, you know, teach other AI better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to think of objectively as possible and openly as possible. Yeah. While still being able to reason, I guess, and, and decide what's a good idea and what's not based on, hopefully, a value system that's, if not the same, at least congruent with human belief system or the, the generalized human belief system of, you know, like what Brennan was saying, be, be a good person, don't fuck around. Like the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah. We could give them like, ten rules. First, don't be a dick. Uh, I don't know what the other ones are. But... <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> Two through ten. See it, see it rule number one. That's right. I, it's, it's uh, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, my take on religion is whatever helps you be the best person and the progressive person you could be. Accepting, loving, non-judgmental. All right, so yeah, um, we've we've talked about religion, and I just want to say I think this will be my closing statement. Uh, maybe we could all have a closing statement. I used to be really a really militant atheist. Like I would just be like, religious people are so stupid. I want to slap the sense into them. They just need to stop being such assholes. They need to stop like fucking up the world. Um, I still definitely don't agree with religion. I think religion is a bad idea, but I've become more accepting of it. For one thing, I can't really do anything to change it. Um, I understand that for the most part, people are trying to do good. They're trying to do the best they can for the most part. So I've just kind of come to accept that. And yeah, I mean, it's a lot of brain damage, you know? If, you, if you're mad at people all the time, it's really tiring. So I just gave up on that shit. Smart. Tyler? Tyler? Well, I think that uh, my closing statement, uh, people really, whether you're religious or not, look at what you believe in. And, you know, try and be open-minded to both the good and the bad that it does. I think that there's a lot of guilt that's, that's pushed on, especially children, to try and get them to conform. And that's uh, irreversible. Absolutely. And so, yep. yeah, right. Yeah, you're doing damage, even if you don't mean to. And maybe take a look at it. And, you know, if you still believe that, you know, what you believe in is right, that that's cool, I guess. You know, especially if, if you're just being a good person. What I don't really care what you believe in. But just... Take a good look to it. And I know that nobody, anybody who's willing to have their mind changed will do it. And anybody who's not won't. So really the only closing argument I have is amen. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. Did you already make your closing statement or do you want to make yours? No, that was mine. I did mine. That was your just, all right. All right, everybody. So those of you we haven't pissed off, we'll see you next week. Um, thanks for joining us. This was our unexpected uh podcast diatribe is that the right word i don't know this is our unexpected (laughs) rant against religion um so thanks for listening we'll talk to you all next week